welcome to Cody Cast. This, this is, is Cody, Cody Allen's podcast. podcast. So this guy's hands down one of my favorite people in Nashville, Ryan Kinder, also one of the most talented people I actually feel like I know. Yeah, I get to talk to all kinds of country music stars all the time, but some of them I don't know well, whereas Ryan, I feel like I know him as a friend. So I wanted to tell you about him because once you discover him and his music and his voice and his uniqueness, you're going to love what he does. So Ryan Kinder, K-I-N-D-E-R. And by the way, wait till you hear his story about why he moved to Nashville, sort of life-changing aha moment that he had. Uh, first up, Ryan, you there? Cody. And the crowd goes wild. <sighs> how much do you miss the sound of a crowd right now? I, I can't explain how much <laughs> it hurts not to be playing live music. So, Ryan, I'm at my house right now. This is where I do everything now. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel like we're, we're all in the same boat. All music <laughs> being made in uh, bedrooms or quasi-recording studios. It's it's. It's sad, but we're making it work. I mean, I've kind of, there's a silver lining, I guess, in some of this, where it's nice to be able to just walk 37 steps from my bed to this little room <laughs> and do this, you know, do my work. <laughs> we're cutting down on uh, traffic time. Um, I, but as a just a human, um, it's good to see your friends, and I'm not seeing a lot of them these days, except if it's over Zoom or something. So um, I miss seeing you. I miss you too, man. We used to see each other at the gym all the time, and obviously that that's not going to happen because you can get COVID from a barbell. Yeah. Have you been to the gym at all since any of this went down? I have a couple times. Uh, I, I'm lucky enough to have some stuff in my garage that I can get Same. most of it done, but it's it's sad not to be at the gym because obviously you're in a different mindset when you're when you're there rather than what we've been talking about walking 30 steps from your bedroom yeah. to where you're going to quote unquote work. And by the way, we should mention that uh, we met at the YMCA. I got to tell you when we met at the gym, I was a little nervous because I've known who you are ever since I've moved to town and uh, you just made the announcement and I came up to you and I just wanted to tell you how incredible you are and how brave you were. And I just wanted to give you some love and yeah. But it's some a little a little friendship and a little uh, little weightlifting friendship. <laughs> well, and yeah, you're right. I just come out about that time, and so um, it meant so much to me when you did that. And I thought this is a really good dude. And I didn't know really much about your music then, but I went and discovered you then and realized like, okay, this guy is like super talented. But I got to tell people though that the times I've seen you at the gym, you're always wearing the same shirt that looks like a college cutoff shirt that you've had for years <laughs> i've had that shirt for well over 20 years 20 years when it, when it comes to workout attire I, I have what i'm comfortable in and i don't want to get my new stuff all nasty so i have to just stick with the the tried and true so did that shirt survive the tuscaloosa tornado because I know, it did. tell people the story of that, because that's really the reason you moved to Nashville in the first place. Yeah, it was 2011, uh, April 27th, and I've been driving back and forth to Nashville uh, for about a year or two already. I met a guy named Keith Stegall through a friend, and I was driving up to Nashville Sunday night, riding with him or somebody else on Monday, 
driving back, going to class Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then I would gig Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I did that for what feels like four years, but it was, it was one or two years. And then that tornado hit and I mean, it decimated Tuscaloosa and it was right behind our house. And once we delved through the wreckage and, and, came out and i was able to actually get out of tuscaloosa because you found the shirt you had to find the shirt to make sure that yeah, was that. okay <laughs> yeah, yeah it was hanging on a tree and that was the only thing i, I took <laughs> <laughs> no but i i realized in that moment like life's too short and i know exactly what i want to do so once i could i immediately moved to nashville and and started the whole thing it was one of those eye-opening realization moments that I really know. I, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, but it, it was that moment that I knew I was wasting my time in college. And I'm not right. saying that to push other kids to not finish their schooling. I just had made some headway. I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and my major was not going to help that in any way. So I made the decision and, and moved up here. Same story for me, not the tornado part, but the um, just realization at some point that I needed to be in broadcasting. And and as much as college is helpful for some careers, obviously, um, for me, I just knew it wasn't going to be what would lead me to my dream. Talk about sort of the, the that moment of the tornado and sort of how it changed everything. You, you said you realized then that, life was short and you needed to change things when you faced your own mortality. Like it, it moved you. It was an epiphany sort of moment. Take us there for a sec. It was terrifying. And, and I'm sure a lot of people that are listening that they've experienced a tornado in some form or fashion or know somebody that's been through one. <clears throat> it's horrifying. And when they say it sounds like freight trains running through your house, it, it is exactly that and and the walls start compressing in on each other and it feels like it's about to explode and me and my friend ben austin were huddled up in the most central room in our apartment and most people if you've been to college you know those apartments aren't super sturdy this is not well built <laughs> yeah places to live and i knew immediately if this gets any closer it, it's done and it got close enough yeah. to where he and i started praying we said we loved each other and then a few minutes later it stopped and we walked outside and i, I looked out my front door and there's a couple branches and trees down i was like oh i guess it wasn't that bad and i turned around and behind our house it was just gone yeah wow absolutely gone and he and i immediately started running towards the wreckage to try and help people that have been just they lost everything and it was that moment i knew that could have been us i have i've been spared and i, I know my calling and it's time to go and stop wasting time having that feeling and then letting it wash over you is sobering and terrifying in the same moment but it makes you focus and you will delve into what you believe you are meant to do what a story um the new single is called doing fine it's with a girl named sycamore she's a canadian artist right yes but she's in nashville um she's fantastic she's a great writer 
incredible singer. We actually wrote that song together with one of my friends, Justin Morgan. And it started uh, months back. Um, one of the first people I met in Nashville was Brandy Clark. And we've been friends for uh, over 10 years. And I had a song that I wrote about eight years ago. And it was two, three months or maybe longer than that. Time doesn't matter. <laughs> that i called her i was like hey i have this song i feel like it would be perfect for you to sing on with me would you mind and she said absolutely this is a fantastic song i would love to do this collaboration with you and we got that done and a friend of mine jerry douglas played on it who is unbelievable and that kind of led me and my manager down a road of well why don't we do a collaborations album to set up your solo full-length album and the whole idea behind this album was not to focus on me as an artist but with whoever i'm collaborating with let's tailor to their strengths and you be a part of what makes them great and that was the birth of the name ontology which is a metaphysical term for the relationship between two things uh, ontology is that also uh is that a book written by l ron hubbard as well <laughs> it is part of scientology i think isn't it no is, that, is there something you want to tell us ryan um i i uh i, I need to google that before i release the name because yes. I'm, I'm not sure have you taken the, the personality test as well or right, it's free i hear it's free um i'm not okay where did you stumble across ontology? Because I've never heard the word before. Were you just spending too much time with a dictionary or what was happening? <laughs> yeah, I wake up in the morning and uh, that's the first thing I do. I just run through some words. Right. <laughs> I, uh, I took a lot of philosophy classes in college. Okay, all right. That explains it. I just remembered a lot of that stuff and thought it would be perfect with the mantra of what we were trying to do with this album. So as you said, it's a living album. So you're building it as you go organically with these other collaborators that'll lead up to room to dream also coming in 2021. So explain why do it that way. I didn't want to push for a collaboration just to finish this album. I wanted to be able to find the perfect collaborator and release it as yeah. those come along. So that's so, that's where I come in. What what can we collaborate on? Whatever you want to do. Let's do a workout <laughs> next. Me and you just like <laughs> Maybe I can narrate something on the project. I don't know. <laughs> yes, I I need your beefy uh the low voice and <laughs> That's right. I'll be like William Shatner, you know, he does those like narration albums. It's like maybe I don't know. Done. <laughs> You're the next collaborator. Uh, the workout gym thing, does it work for you? Are you motivated to go in the garage and work out? Because I find it hard to do. I'm doing it. And by the way, Chubby Cody made an appearance early on in the quarantine for like the first month. And I, because you're too close to all the junk food, like the chips are right there. Get out of here, man. You, you are ripped. Dude, seriously. No, no, no. Not like you, though. It's, and so what I did, though, is I bought all the stuff for the garage and then I, I work out with a friend who, by the way, I have to have someone kind of motivate me. If you're not going to the gym, you have to have some sort of like motivation to get it done. Otherwise, I just don't do it. So, um, is it come easy for you? There's a little time where I, where I took some time off just because I didn't have a a mountain to climb per se. Um, I've always attested my motivation towards 
something to look forward to. Yeah. And uh, I've been doing a lot of Ironman stuff and all these races have been yeah. canceled. And once the race that I was prepping for got canceled, there was probably two to three weeks where I didn't do much at all. I went a little crazy yeah. that I didn't have anything to push towards. So I made something up to push for. Mm. And um, I've been doing a lot of stuff with Ironman and the Ironman Foundation, which is an incredible charitable organization. And you're going to think I'm crazy. And I, I, I think I'm crazy. It was a stupid idea, but it was crazy for a wonderful cause and i did a 24-hour bike ride on my trainer inside to raise money for covid relief through the iron foundation i saw this on your instagram and i thought he's he's seriously gone nuts in the quarantine 20 it was brutal 24-hour bike ride <laughs> my butt hurt for weeks uh so you raise money through, uh, you mentioned Rock This Town and the Iron Man Foundation, and you actually have your own charity too, Kinders of Kids, which I know, you know, a lot of people hurting now more than ever. So what are you guys working on um, on next? Obviously Christmas time coming up, right? So actually bringing it back to what we started the conversation with, Kinders Kids was uh, birthed out of the Tuscaloosa tornado. When I was going to help some people, I remember coming across a family that was standing on a slab where their house used to be and there was a child clutching to a toy and that stuck with me forever. And years later when I began touring all the time, um, we all have riders and that's for people that don't know. It's, it's like water towels, food, certain things you might need at the venue that you can't get on your bus or van or hotel, just regular things. And I added to the rider a $15 or less toy and most of venues would call and ask well, why 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 do you need a toy like this is weird and i would explain that i'm gathering all these toys so i can give them to kids that were affected by natural disasters around christmas time and heather and i have been trying to build this organization to give as many toys to kids that were affected by natural disasters every christmas and if people want to get involved with that is the best place to go your socials or where uh my socials or kinderskidsfoundation.com you talked about sort of the, the influences with the music how it's a mesh of sort of different uh, styles who are your influences and is there anybody you've met along your journey since 2011 in nashville that you've been starstruck by uh my mom would play the the troubadour era of california when i was a kid so like james taylor linda ronstadt the eagles jackson brown all that stuff so that that's kind of what got me started through music and then she started playing me uh fogarty uh, well, ccr yeah that era of stuff and then she found john mayer and she played me this record and I became absolutely enamored. And I attest John Mayer to inadvertently teaching me how to play guitar as I learned every single lick and chord on every one of his albums. Uh, it's so crazy how I hear that over and over again, by the way, Ryan. Every so often, every couple of weeks, someone, I'll ask this question and I hear John Mayer so often. He's influenced so many people. He's he's incredible yeah. he is incredible the the only well I, i've been starstruck um a lot obviously when i met you at the gym oh, stop. but the biggest time was i was on tour with 
John Fogarty. And it was the second show of the night. I played the show the night before and, and John was watching and he could tell I was a little down about the amount of people in the crowd. And mind you, this was an arena. So why would the arena be full for the first of three? Um, it was me, ZZ Top, and then Fogarty. Wow. And he, he came to me at my sound check at the second night, and I was getting my vocals, and he walked on stage and tapped me on the shoulder. And I was like, oh, uh, excuse me. Oh, oh, Fo- Mr. Fogarty. <laughs> right. and, and, and only Fogarty can just bounce in somebody's sound check, and nobody's going to say anything. And he said, hey, thank you so much for being on this tour. I really like your music. And I just want to tell you, don't ever play to the empty seats, son. And from that moment on, that's what I think about every time I'm playing. You're playing for the people that are there, that love you and care enough to be there to listen to you. It doesn't matter who's not there. It matters who is. Yep. You have a lot of tattoos. Uh, So... (laughs) Do you have a favorite and do you have plans for more? Has the quarantine tempted you to um, to expand? No, I, I finished uh, my sleeve a little while ago and I told myself I'm never going to get another one unless Amanda Wacob is willing to do one for me. And she's an unbelievable artist. Yes. She's in New York and uh, I think Mayor Morris just got one last year, a couple of years ago from her and it looks like watercolor on skin. It's unbelievable. Wow. But I am I am done unless I can talk to her. But uh, there's there's a bunch of favorites. I've got a lot of stuff that uh, it's it's for family. I have my wife's favorite flower. I have a bunch of stuff. But probably two of my favorites was my very first one that's on my left wrist. So when I'm playing guitar, uh, it's determination in Greek. So every time I'm looking down at my guitar, it's reminding me of that. And also I have the coordinates of where my wife and I got married that is embedded in part part of my sleep. Oh, that's cool. Where did y'all get married? In Jamaica. Jamaica. Okay. We got engaged in Jamaica, so that's crazy. You probably can hear my dog, Teddy, who is barking at something. Um, We got him in February right before the quarantine started, not knowing any of that was going to happen. So... He's become, you know, bond- we, we bonded. He thinks I'm like a stay-at-home mom, though. And <laughs> he thinks I'm in this, like, little room in the guest room, like, talking to myself all day. Like, why is he still, I, he's still talking to himself. This human is crazy. He's just. But I like him. He feeds me. Yes. <laughs> but we got to get your dog, Misha, on my Teddy Time on socials at some point because the dogs meet. We have a little virtual puppy play date, so yes. Okay, um, I actually have her right here. Uh, oh, if, if you want to hear her sing, would you like to hear her sing? I would love it. Yes, a little bit. I got her worked up. Okay. She's uh, okay. she just woke up from a nap. Hey, do you want to sing for Cody? <laughs> sing. Oh my god, <laughs> that's a good oh, girl. That's awesome. Good girl. <laughs> Does she get a treat after that? Oh, absolutely. Okay, all right. That was really good. Let's wrap with a little game here. Ryan or Ryan out. Ryan or Ryan out. Things you're into or not, okay? 
<laughs> I love this. That was I'm proud of you. That was that was, yeah. that was great. It took some time. I this again, it's very boring here and I just make things up <laughs> all day. That's what I do. Uh first one, Dr. Fauci. Ryan or Ryan out? In. Okay. We're not gonna get political, don't worry. Um Well he's he's a doctor, he's a lot smarter than me, so <laughs> that's right. Um the Titans, Ryan or Ryan out? In, 100%. UFOs. Ooh. I'd like to say I'm in. Just just to believe mm-hmm. that there's something else out there. I can't say I'm out because I do like science fiction, so Ryan. Okay. Uh, you're an Alabama native, as is this guy, Channing Tatum. Ryan or Ryan out? Ryan. Who, who doesn't want to have that guy's face and body? Like, <laughs> God. He is ripped. He's beautiful. Uh, TikTok. Ryan or Ryan out? Uh, was Ryan out until <laughs> Heather started showing me some videos, and I was just laughing my ass off. I was like, "All right, Ryan, Ryan." <laughs> it's addictive. I find I'm the same way. I'm like, this is so stupid, and yet I just keep scrolling. I just want to scroll. Who's next? Let's see the next. Like, I- I can't get into like me doing the dance stuff just because look at me. I can't, I can't dance, <laughs> but I like watching them. Yeah. Um, Shit's Creek. Oh, Ryan. Ew, David. Ew. Ew, David. Ew, David. Such a great show. I love How's it. the baby? <laughs> the baby? Is that, David, the baby? Do I hear the sound of a baby? Baby? This wine is terrible. Hand me another <laughs> glass. <laughs> And finally, Ryan or Ryan out, Cody Allen. Ryan, bro, come on. Correct. All right, Ryan Kinder, thank you for the time, man. Um, Check out the music. Everybody needs to go check out Ryan Kinder's music. Seriously. Um, Love you to death. Thank you. This has been Cody Cast. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen anytime on the iHeartRadio app. Cody is heard on hundreds of radio stations across America and seen on CMT Hot 20 Countdown every weekend. For more, go to cmtcody.com.